I just want to welcome you to Jesus Strong Ministries this morning, where we believe that we can do all things through Christ who gives us the strength. Amen. Hallelujah. I know that somebody, God wants to lift somebody's spirit today. And I know that uh, when you look around you, 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 you may, it may seem like all hell is breaking loose against you. Yes, I said all hell is breaking loose against you. And it may seem like our great army is coming against you. You may even find yourself in despair, in, de in depression, in doubt. And I don't know what you're really facing today, but I've got some good gospel news for you today because the Lord has given me a word for you today that I know it's going to lift your spirit is going to restore, restore confident hope in God because listen the joy of the Lord is your strength this morning amen the joy of the Lord is your strength and I usually say that as a cliche and I never really stop to think about what does it mean to say that the joy of the Lord is my strength and when I start thinking about it, I realize that when I praise God, the Lord the Lord receives joy out of my praise. And because he delights in my praises, in exchange for my praise, the Lord will give us great joy. Amen. Oh, God, when you bring joy to the heart of God, the exchange that you get is strength. God wants to strengthen somebody today. God wants to encourage somebody today. Listen, I hear the Lord say, that the enemy has had his heyday and now it's time for him to move, but he needs a partner in the earth. He needs somebody to sing some praises this morning because without your praises, no one will know what good the Lord has done. So God has given me a message this morning that's going to bless your soul. It's going to lift you up. It's going to fill you up. And so let's turn to 2 Chronicles 20. 2 Chronicles 20. Verse 22 and 20, 22 to 24. And my screen is jumping away on me here. So bear with me a moment. I'm just going to have to. Oh, shout out to Glory to God. Shout out So second Chronicles 20. And there it goes again. It's gone. <laughs> Devil, you're a liar. Jesus, 2 Chronicles 20, verse 22 to 24. Now when they began to sing praises, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire, who had, uh, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. Oh, gosh, not again. Lord Jesus, we defeat the enemy this morning in the name of Jesus. We defeat that enemy this morning in the name of Jesus. My screen is jumping away on me. I can't even see what I'm doing. but. We're going to do what we're going to do. So the Lord set an ambush against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. For the people of Ammon and Moab had stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Sire to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Sire, they helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place Overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude and there were dead bodies falling on the earth. And so my message to you today is that the Lord is telling me to tell you whatever you are going through. The Lord is giving me an instruction to tell you this morning that it's time to set an ambush. 
It's time to set an ambush. Oh, glory to God. It's time to set an ambush against the enemy that is coming against your soul. It's time. The enemy has had his heyday. And now the Lord says, it's time for me to deliver you. It's time for me to set you free. But I need you to come work with me. I need you to go out with me. I need you to set an ambush this morning. And so because I know that sometimes we, you don't know how to set an ambush Oh my God, glory to God. You might not know how to set an ambush this morning, but God is sending me to tell you how to set an ambush this morning. Amen. Glory to God. So let's go. You know, one of the things that the first thing you got to understand about setting an ambush is that um, when Judah began to sing praise, it's, it was that time when the enemy uh, began to fight on, begin to fight themselves. So you got to understand what is happening here. Um, a, a great army came against Jehoshaphat. They didn't. They didn't. Je Jehoshaphat and Judah. They didn't have the army to match what was coming against them. So. Um, Jehoshaphat sat himself down and he began to fast and he began to pray and he began to seek the face of God. And then a prophetic utterance was given and they began to praise and they began to re re rejoice and they receive it as the word of the Lord. Oh, glory to God. And so as they began to re receive this as the word of the Lord, then the, the, the Lord, the, the, the word was that go out the next morning, go out against them. They're, you're not going to have to fight in the battle. And that's even an anointed word for somebody this morning. You're not going to have to fight in the battle. You're not going to have to fight in the battle. God is sending me to tell you, set an ambush. That's all you need to do. Your part, your part is just to set an ambush. Oh my God. Somebody use your praise this morning and set an ambush because if you want God to fight your battles for you, you gotta, you need to praise God. You begin to praise, you begin to, when you begin to praise God, your praises are setting ambushes for your enemy. Your praises are still in the adversary. When you begin to praise God, it stops the enemy dead in his track. When you begin to praise God, it silenced the enemies. Oh God, oh God. Oh God, so this great army is coming against Judah. And the prophetic utterance was given that they will not have to fight in this battle because the battle is not yours, it's the Lord's. But there was something that they had to do. They had to open up their mouth and they, they had to give praises to God. They had to praise God, even though there was a, a large army that was encamped against them. They had to continue praising God, even though they didn't see the victory yet. They had to praise God. Some of you are waiting to see the victory before you begin to praise God. But God sent me here to tell you this morning that if you're going to see victory in your situation, if you're going to see victory, in your circumstances, you're going to have to set an ambush. I don't know if you're going through depression. I don't know if you're facing cancer. I don't know if you're facing this sickness and disease. I don't know if you're facing financial lack. I don't know if you, whatever you're facing this morning, but I don't know if you're facing some family issues that have caused you depression, that caused you pain. But God sent me to tell you this morning that if you would just open up your mouth and begin to praise him in spite of the 
circumstances. God said he will confound your enemies because he said I inhabit the praises of my people. And where I am, there's no cancer, there's no sickness, there's no emotional issues, there's no family trauma or drama. Oh God, God sent me to tell somebody this morning to set an ambush against your enemies. Oh God. So you may ask, how do I set this ambush? Because I, I've been praising God all the days of my life. I've been praising God all the days that I've been, been in church. But God, why are you telling me this morning that I need to praise? You see, God wants you to take a praise up to another level this morning. God said, the way that you've been praising me, I know you, you, you're praising me the way that you know how, but I'm sending my servant this morning to tell you that there's another way to praise. I want to take you into a deeper level of praise. I want to take you into a into a deeper level where the devil can't touch you oh god so the lord has showed me that many people do not know how to praise because you see we don't know we don't know more that there are more than one ways to praise God. And so all we know is to wait for the victory. And then we lift our hands in praise. But God says there is more than one praise. And I need that praise because it's on your praise that I ride. I ride on your praises to steal the adversary for you. Oh, God. So let's look at some types of praises this morning. And just bear with me as I teach you this morning, because see, I'm a, I, sometimes I teach, I preach, I prophesy, I cast out the devil and I cast them right off of my feet right now in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Devil, I'm not afraid of you. I know who I am. I know whose I am. So you better leave in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So let's look at the different kinds of praises, different types of praises in the Hebrew, in the Hebrew language. We're going to review, and then we're going to review what happens when we praise our God. Because see, we must first understand that praise is the response of the human heart to the greatness of God. And let me say that again. Praise is the response of the human heart to the greatness of God. Praise is your expression of worship when you recognize the greatness of God. Praise is an expression. It can be expressed in words or in gestures that indicates your feelings of adoration for God. See, when we, we, we have to recognize, we, we praise God because of who he is. We praise God because of what he has done. So even though you're going through a situation right now where it seems like the enemy is encamped against you and a large army is coming against you, I can tell you something this morning that if you will begin to praise God, in spite of your circumstances, in spite of what you're facing, God will set an ambush against the enemy. Amen. Oh, glory to God. So let's look at those seven types of praises. Now we're going to try to run through them real quick. And then uh, we're going to talk about how to really set this ambush because somebody needs to set an ambush this morning. Somebody, you need to set an ambush. You've been fighting long enough, but it's time to set an ambush. I'm telling you that if you will do this, God will begin to fight your battles for you. So let's, let's look at the types of praise. The first one in the Hebrew language is Todah. 
Toda means thank you, thanksgiving. Generally, it's expressed by raising the right hand as a sign of a covenant, as a physical declaration that you believe and glorify God, even when you cannot see or feel him. So this type of praise, the Torah praise, the thanksgiving praise, you can express it with your words, you can express it by raising your hand, even though you don't see the thing that is that you're waiting for to happen. Because see, this type of praise is not the type of praise that you do after it happened, you praise him before it happens. And so this kind of praise, the Torah praise means offering or sacrifice of, thank, of thanksgiving. And so we can find examples of that in Hebrews 13, verse 15. And it says, by him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifices of praise, the, the Todah, the sacrifices of Todah to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And you can find more examples of that in Psalm 54, verse 6. It said, I will freely sacrifice unto God. I will praise his name for Lord, for the Lord is good. And, and these, I'm not going to elaborate on these. These are just examples for you to look up. Psalms 54, 6. Psalm 42, verse 2, verse 4. These things I remember as I pour out my soul. I would go with throng and lead them in procession to the house of the Lord with glad shouts and songs of praise, a multitude of keeping festivals. And so these are examples of, uh, of scripture. There's a lot more scripture. I cannot give you all the scriptures that use Tada. And then we're going to go to the next one. The next one is Yada. Yada is a lifting, lifting your hands to the Lord in total submission and devotion. You lift your hands saying, God, I submit to you. I, I submit to your will, to your way, Lord God. It's this total submission. It's when you reverence God. It's when you, you, you praise God. You extend your hands high above your heads in a sign of total surrender and desire to be with God. It's an outward expression of your love to God. So this is a different Thanksgiving. We talk about uh, today's Thanksgiving. The yada, yada is lifting your hands in, 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 in adoration, in submission, in devotion to God, giving yourself to worship. It is, it, it is an absolute surrender. So uh, some example of that is in uh, Psalm 134, verse 2. It says, lift your hands in holiness and bless the Lord. And then Psalm 63, verse four said, I will bless the Lord and lift up my hands in your name. And Lamentations 3, uh, verse 41, let us lift up our hearts with our hands unto God in the heaven. And so you will give that, that's a lifting of the hand kind of praise. And sometimes those kind of praise, they're just automatic. It's like when you encounter God in a, in a, in a way that, that causes you to just, just raise your hand. Sometimes you be, you, the more you, you experience that when you're in the presence of God and your hands just shot up in the air and you don't, you, you, you didn't think of raising your hands, but they just shot up because you recognize the greatness of God. And then the third praise is Barak. Barak. This means to bow or to kneel, to be completely overwhelmed by his majesty and bow at his feet in submission and honor to God. So this one is, you know, sometimes we're kind of poised in our praise and we don't want to kneel and we don't want to bow. So we kind of stand up stiff like that. But God is saying something in our praise. We sometimes we have to bow. Don't resist the bowing because sometimes this is an automatic thing, too. When you come in the presence of God, you bow. 
when when you when God's presence is there and it's so heavy, it's so it's it, it's on you. You don't have any uh, 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 any resolve but to bow. You can't reserve anything. You just give it all to God. You just bow down before Him. And so Barak means to bow low as a sign of adoration and reverence. And it carries with it, with it the idea of humbling yourself to a place that is lower than God. This kind of praise is one that we commonly see around our altars in church, in churches. And then the fourth kind of praise is Shabbat. Shabbat is simple. It's a simple Hebrew word. And this is my favorite one. Ooh, God. Is there, ooh, this is my favorite one. Y'all, some of y'all know what Shabbat means. Shabbat means to shout. Shout, whoo, God, I feel that right now. Somebody needs to Shabbat God today. Somebody needs to shout unto God for the victory. Somebody needs to shout to God because they have been set free this morning. Oh, glory to God. So the Shabbat simply means to shout. Praise to the Lord, you know, that is given in the form of a shout. Listen, I don't know, some people have a, a problem with the noisy churches, but let me tell you something that heaven is full of noise. If you read Revelation and, and you read how all these different angels were bowing down and they were worshiping God and there were orchestras in heaven, heaven is a loud place. So I don't understand the people that, that have a problem with, 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 with church that is shouting the praise of God. God. Here it is in the Hebrew language. It says, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Shout unto God. You know, so you got to shout to God in praise. This is my favorite way to express praises to God. It is to shout unto God. And it says, let the sea, I'm sorry, uh, Psalm 98, verse 7. I'm giving you some examples. Let the sea in all its vastness roar with praise. Let the earth and all those living things on it shout. Listen to that. Shout glory to the Lord. Mm. Somebody, come on, somebody need to shout, 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 shout unto God this morning. I think that's where the anointing is this morning. If somebody needs to break through with their shout, you might be saying, I'm kneeling down and I'm bowing down and I'm praising God. But somebody, sometimes you need to, sometimes you need to give a shout. You got to remember that it was when, 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 when Israel was marching around the walls of Jericho, was the, the walls didn't come down until they shout. Oh God, I feel an anointing there this morning that somebody, oh God, the walls are not gonna come down until you shout. The walls are not gonna come down until you begin to shout glory, praise and honor to your God. You gotta set an ambush this morning. Oh God, set an ambush. Set an ambush. Oh, because the walls are not going to come down until you shout. Oh, God. Ezra, Ezra chapter 3, verse 11. And all the people shouted with great joy when they praised the Lord. Somebody, somebody shout. Let all, um, Isaiah 12 is another example. Isaiah 12, verse 6, it says, let all the people of Jerusalem shout his praises with joy for great and mighty is the Holy one of Israel who lives among them. Oh God. Woo! I could stay on that one for right now, but I got to go on. I got to go on. I got more to tell you. Oh God. Uh, the next one is Zamar. It's a fifth, the fifth type of praise is Zamar. Zamar literally means to pluck strings or to make music to glorify God. 
and it means to sing praises. And it's probably one of the most common form of praises that we come across in our churches is just singing songs and putting music to our songs. In Psalm 50, something sorry, Psalm 150 is a great example of this type of praise, the Zamar praise. It says, praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his, in, in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. See, these are reasons why we praise God, but we're getting to the Zamar. The Zamar is in here. It says, praise him with the sound of trumpet. This, we're making music when we praise him with the sound of trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the lyre. That's another musical instrument. Praise him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise him with the strings and the flute. So these are all uh, musical instruments. And then uh, lastly said, praise him with the clashes of cymbals. So these are all musical instruments that are putting together. And then he says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So you're putting your breath along with the music that these instruments are created to create a zamar, a zamar praise. We're singing songs and we're playing music unto the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I love that one. And then the alal. Alal means to rave and boast of the wonders of the Lord with excitement through dance. It is the root expression of hallelujah. Oh, glory to God, hallelujah. And it literally means praise the Lord. But even more literally, it means to be clamorously foolish unto God. This means, this includes dancing and laughing and leaping and twirling before God. Yes, yes, yes. Some of you are too dignified for this. Oh God, but God, but this is the Zama. No, I'm sorry, this is the Alal. Sometimes some, somebody needs to Alal God. You might be praising God, bowing down on your knees, but 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 God said, I need you to Alal me. I need you to jump up and dance and laugh and leap like you have no sense. Oh God, go Because this, see, this includes the state of your heart before God. Because you see, a heart that is completely turned towards God is not afraid to halal God. A heart that is completely turned towards God is not afraid to dance and twirl uh, 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 before the Lord. Oh God. So this is what, this is the kind of praise that King David was doing when he was dancing before the Lord, when the Ark of the Covenant was returned to Israel. This is the type of praise. David had lost his natural mind. He forgot that he was king and he stripped down to a, to a, to a linen a loincloth and he danced in a crazy dance before God. Sometimes that's what we need to do. We need to get undignified. Oh God, oh God, we need to get undignified. Because you see, we not we when we when God moves on our behalf, we shouldn't seek to maintain our dignity when we praise. Because God is really what God is really trying to do is to get us to humble ourselves before him. And when we become, un nothing is more humbling when you become undignified. Because what God is really trying to do, he's trying to get us out of our pride. He's trying to get us to a place where we humble ourselves. God is trying to get us to a place where we set an ambush against our enemies. Oh God, God wants to use your praise, your undignified praise and set an ambush against against your enemies. Oh God. You see, when you care more about what people say than what God thinks, that's where the problem is. 
That's what the problem is. So when you go to church, you're not free to dance. You're not free to jump and shout and praise the Lord because you're ashamed. That, uh, you don't want people to talk about you. But God says, God, I want to humble you. I want you to be humble. And because he said, I, I resist the proud, but I give grace to the humble. And God said, I want to set an ambush for your enemies this morning, but it's, it's going to be a partnership. You're going to have to help me set the ambush against your enemy because you see, it is when you praise that I'm able to move. I need to move on your behalf. I, I want to move on your behalf this morning, but I need you to praise. I need you to stop all that worrying. I need you to stop all that depression. I need you to stop all that anxiety because all that you're doing is giving the praise to the enemy. Don't you know that when you worry, when you get into fear and depression, what you're really doing is giving my praise to the devil because what you're saying is that the devil is stronger. He is more mighty. He's more powerful than I am. You're believing that the devil is able to do what the devil set out to do. And then you don't believe that I'm able to do what I set out to do. Oh God. Somebody, you need to praise God. Somebody, God needs a different praise this morning. The last praise is the Tehillah. Oh God, somebody, you need to Tehillah God this morning. Tehillah is a combination of all the previous words and the meanings of praise. It's a combination of singing and shouting and dancing and clapping and rejoicing before the Lord. In reference to all kinds of praise and worship activities. And the Strong's Dictionary define it as meaning glory, praise, songs of praise, or praiseworthy deeds. And some examples of these can be found in Psalm 47, verse 1. It says, oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Woo! So you see, they're clapping their hands, they're shouting. Psalm 47, verse 6, sing praises to God, sing praises. Sing praises unto your king. Psalm 144.9, I will sing a new song unto thee upon a psaltery and an instrument of 10 strings, I will sing praises. So you see right here, they are mixing up the praises. So if you want to, if you want to make sure that you're giving God all of the praise, go into the Tehillah. Tehillah is a combination of all of the praises, singing, praising, clapping, dancing, shouting, twirling before the Lord. Ooh, glory to God, bowing down before God. So that's your crash course in how you should praise God. Amen. So now you might ask, why is praise so important to God? Why does God wait on our praises to move? Why doesn't God just do what he said he is going to do? I mean, he is God. He doesn't need our praises to be God. It's not like, you know, uh, if we don't praise him, he's going to cease to be God. He's going to still be God. You know, we cannot add or take away anything from God if we don't praise him. As a matter of fact, the Bible says if we don't praise him, the sticks and the stones will praise him. And see, we don't really get to understand what praises do for God until we understand uh, 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 King David's relationship with God. We get to understand what praises, we get to kind of peek into the heart of God and see what praises does to God. Because God called David the man after my own heart. And when we think about David 
as a man of God's own heart, we get to peek into God's heart because we get to understand if David is a man after God's own heart, then the example that David is leaving for us is saying, this is what, this is what the heart of God is like. And so when I think about what is, what is David's heart like, I get to peek into the book of Psalms and I see how the book of Psalms really, the name of it is the book of Tehillim. Tehillim means, is the plural in Hebrew for Tehillah, means that means praise. Tehillah, praise. Tehillim is, is a book of praise. The Psalms now refers to David's heart. We, we get to peek into David's heart through all the, 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 the Psalms that he has written. He, we get to see his relationship with God. We get to see how he praised God, even in the midst of his trials, even in the midst of his circumstances. David was a praiser. David was somebody whose heart was turned to God in complete praise. That's why he danced before God in this undignified praise. He, he didn't care who was looking at him. He didn't care that all Israel was coming out to look at the king of Israel acting a complete fool before God. Oh God. And so now we get to see what praises does to the heart of God. If God is saying that David is a man after my own heart, God is saying that David was a man of praise and praise is the thing that attaches my heart to your heart. Praise is the thing that gets me excited. Praise is the thing that brings me joy. Why does praise bring God so much joy? It is because we were created to worship. We were created to praise him. And when we begin to praise God, oh God, God has no option but to move. God has no option but to come into your circumstances. And the, and the fact that he came in, it, your circumstances begin to change, not because of anything else, but because God, when God moves in on your praise, when the kingdom of heaven moves into your circumstances into your situation on your on your because of your praise now you got to understand that when the kingdom of heaven shows up darkness have no option but to flee oh somebody you see what your praises does your praises get you plugged in to the kingdom of heaven. You, you, you see, when you begin to praise God, you begin to speak the language of heaven and heaven has no option but to show up. And when heaven show up, darkness has to flee. When heaven shows up, hell has to flee. Oh, hell, you got to flee. Sickness, you got to flee. Every kind of issues that you're facing, they got to flee when the presence of God shows up. Mm. So I picked out seven things and I'm pretty sure that praise does so much more for us, but I picked out seven things for you to recognize about your praises. So you don't just think that God is sitting up in the heaven saying, praise me, praise me, praise me. You see, praise is the thing that we were created to do. And so the first thing that you got to understand, I, I told you there's going to be much more than this, but I picked out seven for you. We only have an hour on here and I picked out seven things for you. Okay. So the first one is the first thing that praise does for us and, and for God, for, praise humble us. Humble. When we recognize how lowly we are in comparison to God, 
And this is in, in Psalm 34, one through two. It says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart, meaning trust in the Lord. So, so what praise humbles us. It humbles us to the point where we recognize that we are not by ourselves. We are not in this world all alone. God is with us. And, 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 and rec when we recognize that there are things that we cannot do by ourselves. We need the help of God. And so when we recognize that, we humble ourselves before God and we recognize the greatness of God. And so God said, I resist the proud, but I give grace to the humble. So if you want God to grace, the, the word grace there means strength. God gives strength and power to you when you humble yourself and recognize that God is God over your life. And the second thing is harmony, harmony. It, because praise is what we were created to do. And when we praise God, we are harmonizing with God. We're in harmony with God. Because see, First Peter 2, verse 9, it tells, it, it tells us that we are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare what? What? You may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Oh my God, come on somebody. I, I, and I just want to pause here because I feel like somebody is in a dark place and they feel like they're not worthy of God's love. But here it is that God said, I'm calling you out of darkness into my marvelous light so that you can declare my praises. You don't have to wait. You don't have to try to find your own light to get out of this darkness. God says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And if you would just answer my call this morning and follow the light, you can come out of your, you don't have to feel worthy and good enough. You don't have to feel like you are good enough. Listen, you are not good enough, but I am good enough for the both of us. So come on out of darkness, whoever you are. Come on out of darkness. Don't let the devil hold you captive, not one more day. God sent me here to call you out of that life of sin. God called, sent me here to call you out of captivity. I know you want to praise the Lord, but you just don't feel like you can praise the Lord because there's something there, that, that feeling of unworthiness, that feeling like I can't praise the Lord. Lord, because I'm not good enough. Here it is. God is saying, I come to call you out of darkness so that you can praise me. Oh God, somebody come on out of darkness. Come on out of darkness. And the third one is pleasure. Our praise give God pleasure. Our praise gives God pleasure. Psalm 147, 11, it says that the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy. Oh, God. So if we want, I told you before that the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so when I think about the joy of the Lord being our strength, I think about what is the joy of the Lord? What brings joy to the Lord? Nothing brings God more joy than when his people praise him. Because you see, it is in the praises that God is glorified. It is in the praises that, that, that people recognize that more and more people come to know God. It is in your praises when you begin to testify of the goodness of God, when you begin to praise God for his excellent greatness, when you begin to talk about him, when you walk, when you get up along the way, when you meet people along the way, you begin to tell them of the goodness of God. God takes pleasure in that. 
Because you see, the pleasure of God is for him to be revealed to the world. And those of us who have already have an experience with God and is in a walking in a relationship with God, our duty is now to praise God so that other people who don't know God will come to desire the true and living God. And so our praise gives God pleasure. And the fourth one is praise is a sacrifice. Praise is a sacrifice. And you see, when, when we offer unto God a pleasing sacrifice unto God, God consumes or accepts praise as a sacrifice. He accepts the sacrifice. He accepts your praise, your sacrifice of praise. Hebrews 13, verse 15, it says, By him, therefore, let us continually offer sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. And I asked God, I said, God, why is it a sacrifice of praise? You see, the thing about it is that you don't get, you don't see the thing happening because see, there's a different kind of praise. When you, you praise God after you get the breakthrough, that's a different kind of praise. But when you don't see the thing yet and you begin to offer sacrifices of praise, that's when you, God begin to break through for us. Because see, you got to understand that in the, in the, the sacrifice, sacrifice means that sometimes it's something painful. You're going through, you might be walking through something painful and you just don't know what to do. And if you would just begin to offer the sacrifices of praise to God, God will open up his treasures of heaven and he will pour you out a blessing that you don't have room to receive because he said, because you're what you're really saying to God in that moment when you're offering sacrifices of praise, what you're really saying to God is God, I see my circumstances. I see my situation, but God, I'm looking onto you because you are the author and the finisher of my faith. God, I'm looking to you this moment. Oh, Shababa. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. See, when you offer sacrifices of praise, you are setting an ambush against your enemy. Your enemy is going to come up against you one way and it's going to and God is going to cause him to flee from before your face is seven different ways. Oh, glory to God. Offer sacrifices of praise unto God this morning. I believe that's where God is saying you're, you're falling short this morning because you're not offering the sacrifices of praise. You're waiting for the breakthrough to happen. You're waiting for the thing to happen. But God says, if you would just offer me the fruit of your lips this moment, because it's not like I've never done anything good for you. It's not like I've never been there for you. It's not like the air that you're breathing is not coming from me. It's not like what you're going through right now. I don't see it. But God said, I, I see what you're going through. And my desire is to help you but you gotta offer some sacrifices of praise with thanksgiving because see you owe me something you never thank me for the last blessing that you got you never thank me for what for what i did for you last year you never thank me for what i did for you 15 years ago oh god god says offer some sacrifices of praise this morning put it on the altar this morning put some sacrifice of praise on the altar this morning you see, I feel like we're stuck right there because you see, you got to understand 
that what you're going through it is it, painful but if you put it on the altar if you put if you just put it down and give it to god in the altar if you just you see that wayward child that is that is giving you some some headache and some heartache take that child and put that child on the altar and say god i'm going to praise you in spite of that child that is acting out of sorts in, in spite of that child that is he's trying to drive me out my mind god i'm going to put this child on the altar because it was you who formed him or her in my in, in my womb god i'm going to put this child on the altar because god i don't know what to do but god i'm about to put this situation down i'm going to put this problem that i'm carrying down i'm going to put it down down on the altar and I'm going to come and praise. I'm going to heal you, God. I'm going to sing. I'm going to shout and I'm going to praise the Lord. Oh, God. Somebody offer some sacrifices unto God this morning. Give him the fruit of your lips. Give him praise. Glorify the Lord with me this morning. He deserves it. He deserves. He deserves all of our praises. And the fifth thing that praise does for us, praise, I'm talking about what is the relationship with our relationship with praise and, our, and God's relationship with it. And so the fifth thing is praise glorifies God. Praise gives him glory. Praise magnifies God and make him known in the earth. Oh, glory to God. So excuse me, Psalm 50 verse 23. It says, whoever offer praises glorifies me. And to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show the salvation of God. And basic, so, 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 so first two things in there to, not, to, to notice. Praise glorifies God. Praise glorifies God. Praise glorifies God. So, so you might say, well, uh, praise is not supposed to, is, is it making God more glorified? No, no, no. God don't need our praise to be glorious. He is glorious all by himself. But when you glorify God in the earth, other people will see the glory of God and come along and worship God. Other people will see that God is greater than their problems. God is greater than their situation. When your praise is God's, your praise gives God glory. Your praise magnifies God in the eyes of all those who are watching your life. Oh, God. And listen what God says again. The second part, he said, and to him who orders his conduct aright, I will show him my salvation, show him my salvation. And so uh, what God is saying, what God's word is saying right there to you who orders, who, who do right, to the righteous, to those who glorify me with, the, with, his, with, with his praise, I will set an ambush. Uh, you see salvation, the word salvation, it also means deliverance. So to those who glorify God with their praise, God will deliver them. God, oh my God, I don't know if you're getting this the way I'm getting it. Lord, help me, Lord God, to bring this out right to these people. God, oh, when you, you, you are righteous before God, when you offer your praises unto God, God said, I will deliver you. I will deliver you out of all of your troubles, out of all of your trials. It's a praise. It's in the praise. Somebody, it's in the praise. Listen. So God, uh, number, number six, God inhabits 
God inhabits our praises. God inhabits our praises, meaning God lives in our praises. He says, Psalm 22, verse 3, it says, but you are holy, enthroned. That word enthroned, it can be read inhabits in the praises of his people. God inhabits the praises of his people. And I already told you that when wherever God is, no demons and devil can stand. That's why you got to set an ambush this morning with your praise. Because when you begin to praise, you are attracting the, 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 the manifested presence of God in your life, in your situation. Don't wait for your situation to change. Begin to praise God because God, you when you begin to praise God, you are creating a habitation for God. This is what Peter was trying to do when Peter was up on the mountain of transfiguration with Jesus. He said, Jesus, let us make a tabernacle for you and for Moses and for Elijah. Let's make a tab. Let's make three tabernacles, God. What Peter was trying to do was he was trying to create a habitation for God in the earth. What Peter was trying to do, what he saw made him want to create an habitation. I wonder if what you saw of God this morning is causing you to want to create an habitation in your home, in your life, in your ministry, in your job, in your, in your business for God to inhabit. I wonder if you're trying to create an inhabitation for God this morning. God inhabits our praises. I'm talking about reasons why we praise God. Ooh, and the seventh one is praise still the adversary. Psalm 2, Psalm 8, verse 2, it says, through the praises of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avengers. So, 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 okay. So praise still the adversary. And it, it silenced, it silenced the adversary. It silenced your, 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 your enemy. Why do we want to silence the enemy? Don't you know that the Bible says that the enemy is the accuser of the brethren and he constantly accuses us before God. But you see what your praise does. Oh, Shandorosa, what your praise does, it creates an atmosphere that when God, when you begin to praise God and the enemy try to come with accusation, God says, I can't hear the accusation because what I hear is shouts of praise coming from the lips of my people. What I hear is sacrifices of praise and thanksgiving. I can't, I don't have time to listen to your accusations, devil, because all I hear is my people giving me praise. Is my people glorifying me. Is my people doing what I created them to do. Oh God, God Almighty, he's saying, open up your mouth and offer some sacrifice of praise this morning morning because when you open your mouth and begin to praise when you begin to shout when you begin to tehillah when you begin to shabak when you begin to halal i don't hear the accusations of the enemy somebody you gotta tehillah god somebody you gotta shabak god this morning because the enemy is constantly bringing up accusations against you but if you would open up your mouth this morning and begin to shout and begin Begin to clap your hands and praise the Lord. Oh God, you would still the 
that is accusing you before God. Oh, Shabbat Torobosa. Glory to God. You were set in ambush with your praise this morning. You were set in ambush. Oh, God. I got two more for you. I know that one's the last one, but I got two more verses for you. Psalm 149, verse 6. See, when you praise, this is what happened when you praise. Psalm 149, verse 6, it says, and I'm a, this one, I like, how it re, re, I like how it reads in the Passion Translation. It says, God's high and holy praise fill your mouth. For their shouted praise, their shouted praise, their shabak, their shabak are weapons of war. Somebody you don't like to, you don't like to shout. You don't like all this noise that I'm making because it disturbs your peace. Let me tell you what is disturbing. It's disturbing the devil in you. Oh, shababa. When you begin to shout, when you begin to shabak, the Bible says your shouted praise are weapons of war. Your shouted praise, your shouted praise is like a mighty weapon in the hand of God. Your shouted praise is going to steal your adversary. Your shouted praise is going to destroy the force of darkness that is coming against you. Your shouted praise is going to is going to storm the gates of hell. Oh, Shandarabosaya! Your shouted praise will silence the adversary this morning. Glory to God, Shandorobosa. I don't know what you're waiting for. You're waiting for the cancer to go. You're waiting for depression to go. Don't you know that the Bible tells you depression is heaviness? And God said, I give you a garment of praise. I trade with you. I trade with you. I take your garment of heaviness and I give you a garment of praise for your spirit of heaviness. For those of you who are going through a depression this morning, God said to tell you, if you would just begin to open up your mouth and praise me in spite of how you feel, ooh, shake that devil loose off of you and begin to open up your mouth and, and praise like a crazy woman, praise like a crazy man, praise steals the adversary. Your praise is a mighty weapon in the hand of God. Your praise are weapons of war. Your praise is a weapon this morning. Your praise is a weapon. And so some of you have been wondering, why am I praying? Why am I praying? And I don't see no answer to my prayer. God, I'm praying over the same thing. And I don't see no answer to my prayer. God said, open up your mouth and praise. Open up your mouth and praise. My God, oh God. And the last verse says, Acts chapter 16, verse 25 through 26. At midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's chains were loose. I'm trying to tell somebody something this morning. If you want those chains to come loose, you, you got to sing some praises. If you want those prison doors to come wide open, you got to sing some praises. You can't wait until the prison doors are open to sing the praises. I want to tell you something. It was in the praise that the, that, that the prison doors become open. It was in the praise that caused the chains to fall off. It was in the praise. Oh, God. God, I noticed something here. Paul and Silas, 
They were beaten and they were chained and they were in a dark dungeon-like cell prison. It wasn't like these beautiful prisons that we have nowadays. Oh God, those were dungeons that were dark and they were in there singing praises to God at midnight. Oh my God, don't you know that midnight is like at the darkest time of the night. It's like the, the toughest time to be singing praise. You're either tired, you're either, and, and you're, 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 you're overwhelmed, but, 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 but it was in the deepest, darkest part of the night that these men begin to praise. They begin to sing hymns to God. Oh God, and God is trying to tell you this moment that whatever you're going through, it might be midnight in your situation, but if you will begin to sing praises unto his name, you will, you will be setting an ambush against your enemies. The chains will begin to fall off. The prison doors will begin open, to come open. Oh my God, somebody set an ambush with your praise this morning. Somebody set an ambush this morning. Oh, glory to God. So I told you how to praise I told you why you need to praise. And so I'm gonna give you a formula this morning to set an ambush. The formula is this, go back to 2 Chronicles 20, because you thought I forgot about that. I gave you a whole bunch of Psalm to read. You're gonna be reading Psalm all week long. But go back to 2 Chronicles 20. Oh God, first Jehoshaphat heard the news. And when he heard the news that this great army was coming against him, he knew that he didn't have an army to go at that size to match what was coming against him. So what he did was Jehoshaphat called a fast. He called a fast. And everybody came and they bowed down their head and they fast and they prayed. And then a prophetic word was given. And then they praise, they, they receive the prophetic word and they praise God. They believed it. And then they took action. So I'm telling you how to do it. So you, you, you fast and pray. You got the prophetic word. Then you praise. And then you took action. Because see, it's no good for me to be telling you right now to set an ambush and then you don't praise God. And you said, oh, it's not working because uh, Pastor Charmaine said to set an ambush and, I, I, and, and it's not working. You got to actually go out and set the ambush. Okay. So the prophetic word, word was for Jehoshaphat was to go out. Go out to the ascent of Aziz. And when you go out there, you're going to see them out there. But, but you will not have to fight in this battle because the battle belongs to the Lord. Okay? So all the, th the only thing that God wants you to do is sing praises. So the Bible says now that as they march out, they began to sing praises to God. And, then, and this is where we are this morning. When they begin to sing praises to God, the Bible says that God uh, 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 said a praise. The Lord said a ambush, excuse me, the Lord set an ambush against the people that came out against his people. Come on, somebody. It was when, when they began to sing praises to God that the Lord set an ambush against them. So, so, so I want to tell somebody that if you're going through something that's seeming like a great army is encamped against you, if it seems like cancer is encamped against you, if it seems like heart attack is, is encamped against you, if it seems like stroke is encamped 
encamped against you, if it seems like family issues is encamped against you, if it seems like demons and devil are encamped against you, if you will begin to sing praises, God himself will set an ambush this morning. Oh, God, I don't know what kind of desperate situation you are in this morning, but God said the more desperate the situation is, the more I'm eager to set an ambush for you because you see, I always hear people say, you know, God is going to fight your battle for you. And then I hear them say the weapons of your warfare is not corner. It's mighty to God for the pulling down a stronghold. So now I'm confused. I'm saying, God, which is it? Am I supposed to fight or am I supposed to wait for you to fight? And God said, God said, when the battle is too much for you, you got to under, that is when I fight for you. But when it's something that I've given you dominion and authority over, that's when I expect you to fight. So if you fight, if you're facing a battle this morning, that is beyond your capability. That is beyond your ability to solve. God sent me here to tell you this morning that the battle is not yours. It's the Lord. And if you would just set an ambush with your praise this morning, God will bring you through. God will set an ambush. He will deal with your enemies. He will take care of your chains. He will take care of your prison doors. Oh my God. If you have family curses, witchcraft, whatever drama and trauma that is coming against you. God said, if you would just set an ambush this morning, if you would set an ambush with your praise, if you would just open up your mouth and praise God, if you would just praise God this morning, you will begin to see the chains falling off. You will begin to see the chains coming off. You'll begin to see the prison doors coming open. You'll begin to see how God annihilate your enemies and you didn't have to do anything. Sometimes the problem with us is that we feel like we have to do something all the time. But God said, the only thing I want you to do this morning is to set an ambush. I want to, I know, I know you've been discouraged because some of you may have lost your jobs. Some of you are on the verge of losing homes. Some of you have lost spouses in this pandemic. There's so much loss that I've been setting in and it feels like you feel so hopeless. Like God, where are you in all of the midst of this? Oh my God. But God said, if you would set an ambush in the midst, he said that all of this situation is happening in your life because he's driving you back to seek for him because he said when you seek me with all of your heart that's when you're gonna find me don't look at your circumstances don't look at your situation turn your eyes onto the hills from whence cometh your help look unto Jesus who is the author and the finisher of your faith don't you know that not, he said not even a, a, a little bird don't fall out of the tree without me knowing that it's falling out and he said how much more valuable are you to me than one little bird oh my god my my God, God is trying to encourage somebody. I know you're depressed. I know when you look around and you look at the situation and all the things that are happening in the nation and around the world, you're kind of feeling, God, God, what is this? There's no peace. God, there's no joy. There's no pleasure anywhere. Where can I go? What can I do, God? God said, set an ambush. Set an ambush this morning because the enemy that is coming against you is greater than you. He's greater than you, but he's not greater than me. So set an ambush this morning. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Lord, I have given your word. 
according to how you have placed it in my spirit, Lord God. And I pray for the hearts and souls of each and every person, Lord God, that have listened to this message or will listen to this message, Lord. I pray, Lord God, that you would, you would open the eyes of their understanding, Lord God, that it, they will be enlightened, Lord God, that they may know what is the hope of your calling for each and every one of them in the name of Jesus. And Father, even though they are facing despair, some of them are in desperate situations situations, Lord God. I pray that you would remind them today, Lord God, that the battle is not theirs. The battle belongs to you, Lord God. And I pray, God, that they would understand, Lord God, how to praise you. They will see why it's so important to praise you, Lord God, and that in their praises, Lord God, you will begin to set ambushes against their enemies, Lord God, against the things that are coming against them. I pray, God, that you would give them peace like a river, Lord God. Flood their hungry, thirsty souls, with your holy presence, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, Lord, help them to offer unto you sacrifices of praise, Lord God, and thanksgiving, Lord. Oh God, sometimes where they are, it's so painful, Lord God, that they can't even praise. But God, I pray that you would cause them to look behind them and see, Lord God, the past victories that you have given them and that they will use those past victories, Lord God, to sing praises and thanksgiving, Lord God, unto you. Oh, God, I pray that you would remind them when they're standing before Goliath, just like how you reminded David that you, you, you delivered him from the paw of the bear and the paw of the lion. Lord God, remind them of their past victories in the name of Jesus so that they can sing praises unto you until they see their next victory in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So there you have it this morning. I hope you would take this word and just go out and set an ambush against all the, against depression, against cancer, against disease, against family issues, against witchcraft, against everything that is coming against you. Your praise is your mighty weapon. Your praise is your mighty weapon. Amen. Glory to God. And so we come to another part in our service. You see, God says to offer sacrifices of praise. Sometimes we have to give God, give out of our, out of our hands. We have to give what we have in our hands. Don't, don't, don't try to give everything. I'm not trying to get you to swindle you or try to make you give something that you don't have. If you don't have anything to give, that's completely fine. But <clears throat> God wants you to give. Because you see, there's some, when you give unto God, you're telling God, God, I don't trust more in my money than I trust in you. So if you are able to give a donation to us, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a, there's a comment on there with, with our um, cash app and our PayPal. I, I think our cash app is uh, dollar sign Jesus strong min. Uh, you can cash app us and uh, our, uh, send it to, to Tithely or PayPal. The information should be there on your screen. Amen. And so, ooh, give to God according to your, how you purpose in your heart. Don't give out of obligation or give stingily because God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. Oh, God. Oh, Shababaha Torobosaya. And the last thing I want to do is um, I want to pray for those who are listening to this message. If you never make Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life, 
you can do that today. If you want to get out of your circumstances and your situation, Jesus is the only answer. Amen. I don't know if you feel unworthy and you feel like I can't go to God because I have all these kind of issues. Of, I, I, I'm living in a certain way. You can go to God. Don't let the devil keep you hostage in that situation. Come to God and let him fix your situation for you. So if you want to give your life to God this morning, it's just a simple prayer. And you can pray after me and don't just repeat words after me. Pray as I repeat, as I give you these words to pray, pray them from your heart. Amen. And it's a simple prayer. Are you ready? Oh, Shadara Sandara. Glory to God. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Purify me, Lord. Make me holy as you are holy. For I believe, Lord Jesus, that you died on the cross for my sins. And I believe that you rose again after the third day. And I believe that you ascended to heaven and you're at the right hand of the Father making petitions for me. And so, Lord, I ask you to come into my heart. Cleanse me, Lord. Make me yours. And I pray, God, that you would fill me with the Holy Spirit and teach me how to live for you. In Jesus' name. And I believe that if you sincerely pray that simple prayer, Jesus has entered your heart. And now he will begin to teach you and he will begin to lead you and guide you into the paths of righteousness. Now, just because you say that prayer, everything's not going to be right in your life at this very moment. But as you continue to live out that prayer, walk through it, the Lord will take your hand and gently guide you into the path of righteousness. So be patient with yourself. Don't give up on yourself and find a good church to go to. Connect with us. You can connect with us. You can messenger us. We have a Bible study every Tuesday night designed to help you grow in your walk with God. So come on. If you need to connect with us, you can you can messenger, uh, send us a message via messenger and we'll get you connected. Amen. All righty. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much for coming today. Have a great and wonderful rest of your Sunday. Oh, glory to God.